This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go. Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. This is the podcast where we usually talk about FPL and the funnier side of the beautiful game. But as we know, there have been no games this weekend for obvious reasons, but podcasting must go on for the good of the people. So uh, we may talk a little bit about FPL, but as usual, it may barely feature in the show. Do you think there's public clamour for us to be back? 100%. I haven't had any messages of you. But John, in its own way, that is its own Mm -hmm. message. That at a time like this, Ah. the dignity of the British people, it is an unspoken demand. I watched a bit of the footage of the the Queen being driven through Scotland. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it, you know when you watch those royal occasions, like the cenotaph or anything like that, the poor people who have to fill the time. You do. I mean, I watched it for hours yesterday. It must have brought back memories of those talk sport overnights on that <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, trying to get it going. It was a bit like that. Yeah, I think the poor guy is having to. I mean, he was amazing. Every bit of Aberdeenshire they went through, he knew a little bit about. Um, but it is mm. a real skill that. But it is. I think that has slightly affected my. Um, broadcasting start for the day that it is un, an unspoken demand on behalf of, of the British public of Matt and John at CPFPL of course the podcast about fantasy oh, you started talking like this have you but not not just well, perhaps go on then while, while you've got this respectful mm-hmm. tone uh, because obviously you sent some messages while you were away mm-hmm. about your first victory so let's briefly touch on FPL because mm-hmm. you haven't had the chance to react live so yes. what would you like to say about your now 5-1 uh, deficit in the FPL League. Well, I think it was the sort of victory, of course, couched as always in humility, in dignity, in service. An acknowledgement that although this is a victory and deserves to be celebrated as such, that the wider context can't be lost, that it is still 5-1 and that there is a, a humbling in that, um, but an acknowledgement that victory has come. And that is something that I always believed in, that CPFPL always believed in, that you go through dark times, you go through dark days, but victory can always surprise one. And I'll never forget the smile on my face when I realised, almost by accident, that I had beaten you. And it was a very special moment, but an acknowledgement, of course, that many people will not have won at CPFPL this week. And we we remember those people and and they are as much as part of the game as, as victors like me. And it's, of course, a week where we're discussing transition and change. What changes do you think we'll see from uh, Matt Ford's FPL fortune? Well, of course, when Matt Ford plays FPL, he always does it in that very charming way. And 
many people who've seen him play the game remark on how approachable he is while he's playing it. And the little smile. I always remember many many people speak to me, and this is a side of Matt Ford we don't talk about, but now we've been able to explore a little bit more. A lot of people talking about the fact that he actually had quite a good sense of humour. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Uh, he kept, uh, Many would say, for, for dignity, he often kept it hidden, mm. often in his gigs. Um, but on occasion, when the conditions were correct, he could say a mildly amusing thing. And I think mm. all those, you know, the, and very few people will have experienced that. And they today are in a very select group because they can say, I am one of the few people who was made to laugh by this man. Mm. And for them, it is for them that we cherish those moments. But to come on to, um, um, I, I believe the, the constitutional phrase was 40 stat pack, mm. um, where he would look through the players, look through their performance. Look at future fixtures. Many FPL players do do. Um, he didn't always. He he had a kind of instinct. I don't know why I'm talking about myself in the past tense. That does. He has an instinct. Mm. Um, what I may do, actually, is look to make quite big changes. I noticed that um, that uh, I logged into the uh, FPL app yesterday to yes. see what was up there, and it seems to be that what's happened is obviously the games have been postponed. Mm-hmm. But I think the sort of transfers seem to count. Is that right? Am I right in saying that? That if you've made your two transfers this week, then those transfers remain and your team is as it was for that week? Well, um, Erskine May does not give clear guidance and we are looking to the proper constitutional body, the individuals on the effectively the Privy Council of Fantasy Premier League to issue that guidance. At the moment, I think you're correct. It looks as though... Those transfers count. Now, what some people may say is that those transfers were, were, were transferred with specific games in mind. And now that those games will happen later in the season, mm. you wouldn't have made the same transfers. And I think it's perfectly reasonable for uh, custodians, stakeholders of the game, uh, to, to look to the FPL Council uh, for that guidance. But at, at the moment of broadcast, we don't have... Uh, even an informal steer coming out of CPFPL or, or FPL. Obviously, you and I were due to be at, not not just watching the game this week, but at the game. Uh, Leeds Forest, one of those fixtures postponed indefinitely. Talk of, I mean, we don't know yet whether even next week's fixtures. Leeds go from, let's be honest, I mean, let's let's speak of it as it was, a potential morale-boosting victory <sighs> against a flailing Nottingham Forest to now uh, a potential away day at Old Trafford going into the international break. Not clear yet whether next week's fixtures will go ahead. I think it seems to be that there's there's no need to cancel those games, with the exception of the pressure on policing seems to be the main reason that next week's games might not go ahead. Uh, in which case, Leeds won't play again until after the international break, by which time I think Rodrigo will be fit, Bamford should be fitter, um, Stuart Dallas is back in full-time training and of course for Nottingham Forest chance for Steve Cooper to have learnt everybody's name oh lovely lovely so John to celebrate Harry Kane's curse being well and truly over I have signed up with Harry's Razors for a trial set 
They sent me an expertly engineered handle, a five-blade cartridge crafted by artisans in a German factory, and it comes with a precision trimmer. The set's also got foaming shave gel for effective lubrication and a travel blade cover for when you're on your travels. I mean, it's exactly what you would imagine a travel blade cover to be, but you get one. You also get a free hydrating night lotion. I know how much you need to hydrate yourself at night. So a Harry's kit is exactly what you need to keep that dry, peeling face from dropping off your very skull. So, dear listeners, you can get the very same. If your skin is as bad as John's, then get it now. Support our podcast and start your own skincare journey by redeeming a free Harry's trial set. All you need to do is pay £3.95 to cover delivery. Just go to harrys.com slash comedians and have your trial set and free night lotion delivered to your door. That's harrys.com slash comedians. Um, yes, this is the the Premier League and football in general has created a massive problem for itself because actually the weekend just gone was the easiest game to fulfil fixtures and cricket happened, rugby happened, Formula One, all sorts of things. But football didn't. Now, you're going into a weekend where it's harder to fulfil those fixtures because of policing. And it's not... People keep talking about London game. Now, obviously, by the time this goes out, we may have a decision. Um, so we this yeah, <laughs> may well have been contradicted by the news. But surely, next weekend, the pressure on policing, not just in the capital, but people are going to come from all over the world. They may have to mm. second police from forces all over the UK to deal with crowds in London and elsewhere, or even just to police local events on the day. You know, people may flock to city centres on the day of the um, funeral or the day before. So they've made it harder. And obviously, just from a personal point of view, I've not been to, and I know this cannot be the thing that guides the palace or the government or the Met, Mm. but I have not been to actually watch Forest play in the Premier League since 1999. And this week... I was going to Leeds away on Monday and Fulham at home on Friday. And it, it, it will be terrible, terrible luck for me if I if I can't go to either of those because they both get moved. I'll be gutted. And Leeds away, John, I was so excited. I've been on holiday. I've come back. The first thing back, you and I were going to go and watch Leeds Forest in the Premier League. Something that for many years, dark days in our 20s, when we mm. were lonely losers, we fantasised. League one tosspots. Th- what? League one tosspots. League one tosspots. I remember getting you... You know how I always remember when your birthday is? Because you I remember do. the year you were 26 on the 26th. That's how long ago it was. And I got you a Snodgrass League Snoddy, shirt. yeah. League One. And you were sponsored by like net flights. It was made by Macron. And it, it was just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, God. He was, uh, it was his birthday this week, Snoddy. I almost tweeted a picture of me in my uh, Snodgrass shirt on his birthday. I think it was a bit too big as well, wasn't it? I think I got the wrong size. You did get a large, yeah. Instinct kicked in. <laughs> So, yes, it, it, those games could have gone ahead last week. I mean, there's no point sort of carping about it now, but it was a real shame that you and I didn't get to go and watch Leeds Forest. Hopefully, I had something about it being played in February. Well, I, there was an article in the uh, Yorkshire Evening Post about, yep. I mean, this season is already, I mean, catastrophically congested because of international breaks and then there's a World Cup and then because we're a year behind on tournaments, there's the European qualifying as well for the next Euros, which kicks off. The, the weekends that are free tend to be around FA Cup weekends. So there's either an option to get it done very quickly in the next few weeks, midweek, if they don't mind splitting the fixtures back up. But there's there's talk of whether they'll want to play all these 
uh, game week fixtures in one chunk, in which case you're in real trouble. And then you are looking at sort of January, February next year to replay these games. By which time, and I, I make no bones about this, I want to play Forest now because I think you've got a better squad than us. You've spent a lot of money. You just haven't quite had that time to get it together yet. I would really like to play you now at home when I think we might win it then in a few months when you're on a bit of a roll, having yeah. sacked Steve Cooper and, you know, really got some momentum going. We were going to get the train. I was going to have, like, chocolate <laughs> and pretzels. Yeah. <sighs> Coolly snatched yeah. away. Let's get on to safer grounds and away from uh, football and cancellations. What did go ahead was your holiday last week. Did you have yes. a nice time? I had a lovely time. Went all-inclusive. Branded lager on the uh, all-inclusive? No, it was a local lager that was exceptional. Very, mm-hmm. very nice. Uh, there was a swim up pool bar, so I'd sort of park myself in there, hoist myself up onto a partially submerged <laughs> stool and just sort of flop at the bar. I mean, the food, John. I started off on day one. If it, I'm not sure we discussed it on here before. I'd never gone all-inclusive until about four or five years ago. I, I didn't oh. really understand it. I didn't get it. Um, I didn't understand what it meant. And then I went to one in Cape Verde a few years ago. I was like, what have I been missing out on? This is incredible. Yeah. Obviously, it's pay a bit more upfront, but then it's great. You're like, this is all free, and it also takes the pressure off that thing we get on holiday. And you think, well, we can't just stay in the hotel all week. We've got to sort of get around and visit the local town. Something about having all inclusive. This is no, no. We've got to stay here and maximise profit. Yes, because we we've have to paid have every for it. meal here, and we have to have mid-afternoon snacks, and we have to have a cheese board before bed. We've got to have mid-morning snacks. You've got to get an ice cream delivered to you. It just seems like making the holiday back. Yes, day one. I was like, you know what? I don't want to come back a big fat pig. So um, I'll have my fruit and yogurt for me breakfast. I've a bit of coffee, mm-hmm. you know, I'll go steady. They had a lovely salad bar. So at lunchtime, I was loading up on the salad. By day two or three, the morning fruit run was getting um, sort of hash browns wedged in between the pineapple. The odd bit of bacon snuck under the melon. By the end of the week, I was just having omelets with beans, hash browns, sausage, bacon. You know, but the, in a way, then you have to think, well... Traditional local foods. Exactly, and, and also you just think, well, I'm on holiday, aren't I? You know that the, you know the nagging thought that creeps up on you. You can feel it getting deep, closer and closer to your ears. I'm on holiday, aren't I? I'm on holiday. You know that you is are, just, yes, that burns through you, and then you're drinking earlier. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We played cards. I mean, it might not be surprised to you to learn, job. I am terrible at them. Mm. I can barely win a game. Maybe I'm just bad at games. Yeah, well, I wouldn't go just to games, just any, anything that requires a sort of tactical awareness, um, mm. anything that requires a level of skill. I'm definitely uh, a bit stupid. We were playing a card game called Shithead. Have you ever played it? I love Shithead. I've played a lot of Shithead on batter me. God, you'd, oh, it's a wonderful oh, game. The way you'd batter me in that game, you'd, you'd, it would be like a, I was going to say a cheetah and um, a gazelle, but it would be more like a, a lion and a frog. You would just, it wouldn't even be, there wouldn't even be the chance that I could get away <laughs> and win. Winning is not an option for me at that point. You'd batter me The best me job I ever got was a, a BBC show called Walk on the Wild Side. I remember it. Doing, 
funny voices for animal clips. And obviously you just sort of wait in a studio all day to be called in to sort of spend 30 seconds to a minute. I mean, literally walk down the corridor deciding which accent you were going to do. Do a sketch and then you sort of wouldn't be needed for half an hour. And we just play rolling shithead in the canteen, drinking cups of tea and coffee, playing shithead, developing our own roles, silly voices. Um, you know, it was all comedians on it, so all funny people. And then you go and do a regional accent, pop back out again, bit more shithead around the pub. It was just, it was truly the great i thought this is it for me i thought after this i'll probably get some hollywood movies pixar i'll be out of here um anyway ran for a couple of series got cancelled and that was my last voiceover work oh John. Uh, which i'm fine with so you're playing uh with your with your uh, partner or did you make any holiday friends made some friends um did you yeah i always do did what, you? what are you saying so surprised for i can't be doing with that on holiday i don't i don't want to be talking to anyone else but it's inevitable. You can't help it. You can. <laughs> yeah, you can. Face down. Walk past. Morning. Yes. Hello. <laughs> yes. Hello. <laughs> yes. Tell me about your friends. Are they listening? Well, I got quite chatty with them. Um, there was a guy we had to get. So we had to fly and then we had to get a seaplane to our final destination, which was a real thrill. Although, as you know, John, I'm not good on the high seas. So No, but if you want to go to the Isle of Wight in peak season, you've got to take whatever <laughs> yeah. travel is available. The captain of the seaplane, Hummer, Hummer. Wow. He was a pure, he was an alpha. And I think he was from Sri Lanka, but he had a white beard. And he was just like, he walked, he looked like a movie star. He walked like a sports star. Like everything about him just oozed. Mm. Just charisma and alpha alpha and um yeah I'd, he would occasionally be in the restaurant and i was like oh you're the captain <laughs> um which i think freaked him out a bit yeah but he was very nice so with just to bring it back to fpl we're all just in limbo then aren't we we don't know whether we get those transfers back and we don't know when the next game is i must admit in terms of fixtures so i, I my team for last week was was looking good. Liverpool had Wolves at home. I've got three Liverpool players in there. Um, I obviously have three Leeds players. We had Forrest at home. I think Arsenal had a fairly decent fixture. I've gone now to looking at my team. If if this week's games go ahead, I've got um, Liverpool away at uh, Potter's Chelsea. I've got my Arsenal players now away at Brentford. Uh, it, it's just it's going to be a, a bad week, I think. Forest at home to Fulham, that's potentially oh, no. something to, get to, to look that. at. Hope I can go to that. I've not seen this play in the Premier League since 1999. Um, talking of Arsenal, have you watched All or Nothing, the uh, Prime documentary? No, I nearly, I nearly did the other week. I got to my uh, dressing room in a tour show, and I had about half an hour while I was just having a sandwich before the gig, and I nearly clicked on it. Something put me off. I don't know what it got was. Got to watch it. It's brilliant. So. Obviously, the Spurs one was amazing because Mourinho was such a great central character. Arteta is hilarious. And I never thought I would find him so funny. But he swears. So he always swears at, like, slightly the wrong time. So he's, he always swears before he says ball. So he gives them these really emotional team talks. We go, guys, the only time when I played that my, I lost my head was at Anfield. And today, so you might have seen, I don't know if you've seen the thing where in the run-up to the Liverpool game on the Arsenal training pitch, he plays You'll Never Walk Alone on like massive speakers to get them used to hearing it while they're playing football. Really clever. Right. But he always swears before he says the word ball. So he, even at times where you think he might F, you're okay, we've got to go out, we've got to beat these guys, you've got to play with the f***ing 
ball. And he always swears, almost exclusively, only before the word ball. You got to pass the fucking ball. You got to play with the fucking ball. And it's like he can't say ball. And it, I just think it must have been being around players like Tony Adams, be like, pass the fucking ball. And Maybe it's he's really got st- a... stayed with him. I don't want to speak as a man who uh, has a young dog in his house and assume everyone's life is the same, but uh, I spend a lot of my time asking him to drop the fuck ball. He's <laughs> <laughs> a particularly annoying dog, and it's just stuck. And maybe is... the Arsenal players, you know, keep trying to eat shit. <laughs> Not to get us back onto shit eating, but just really starting to grind me down. But the thing is, John, it's hard for people to know. And people often ask me this. Are you genuinely upset about this dog? How serious is it? Or is this part of the sort of comedic persona of John Richardson that... I don't actually remember. You really quite like the dog, but you're, you're dialing up the comedy. Oh, I like the dog. Don't get me wrong. The dog hasn't done anything wrong. But I, do, I had a dog when I was younger. I don't remember him eating a lot of shit. And I don't know where shit eating's come in, you know, in the same way kids now watch a lot of YouTube. And that wasn't a thing when we were younger. You know, you had your cartoons on telly and you had to get back, otherwise you missed them. And now it's all on demand and it's little viral videos and things like that. I don't know when dogs started eating shit. Um, I think they always have. Dogs have always eaten anything, mate. They have very st- a stomach that I envy, a dog's stomach. They oh, no. No? I'll tell you what, well, you follow one round for a day, putting its shit in a little carrier bag, and you will stop envying the stomach of a dog. You know what? Maybe we could do that for our uh, Another Slice subscribers. Um, don't forget oh, to sign yeah. up to our Another Slice uh, subscription page. Have you ever picked up a dog shit? No. Okay, well, let's have that as a sort of um, maybe like first one to ten wins in the game week or something like that. If you lose, you've got to come to my house for a day and yeah. go pick up my dog shit. Only one. I'm, I'm not going to do it all day, but I, maybe for bonus content for another slice, we could do a video where we... I'll, I'll do a video of you picking up... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of bonus, I think we might have misunderstood what bonus content is. But as well as uh, you, you get two extra episodes a month, they're exclusive that no one else gets. You get every episode a day early. And you'll get bonus content like watching me pick up my first ever dog shit. John, uh, are you sitting down? Yes. Excellent. I've got some very exciting news. <gasps> You've ordered me a new chair. <laughs> No, better. We've been approached to make our very own CPFPL beer to accompany the podcast with Leeds' very own Kirkstall Brewery. I think we should open it up to the listeners to suggest. Get in touch. What should the comedians playing FPL beer taste like? Email us at hello at cpfpl.com with some suggestions. And for a bit of inspiration, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious. So what should it be like? Should it be dark and bitter like John's soul? Or should it be light and positive, sparkling and popular like um, one of my mates? As well as brewing great beer, they also own some of the best pubs in West Yorkshire, like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds the Sparrow Beer Cafe in Bradford, and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. I'm going to do a pub crawl around all of them. Listeners can get 20% off everything on Kirkstall's online shop with the code CPFPL20. And look out for a very special collaboration beer from us and Kirkstall very soon. Just visit the website, kirkstallbrewery.com, and click on Shop.
just on shit eating, we've had, uh, and do get in touch, hello at cpfpl.com with all your thoughts and reflections on this matter. Lucy Maller has been in touch and, and has taken this in a different direction, um, John. She says, I'm not a football fan. I lived with a town fan for four years, which was pure misery. I don't know if that's Ipswich Town or Huddersfield. I'm guessing it's Huddersfield. Anyway. Why would you say that? Just because it's the most famous town. Because you're Leeds, and I think up there they call it town, don't they? Okay, fine. I spot yeah. town. Anyways... I've just listened to your recent episode. Uh, I was confused to hear the term shit eater related to someone eating feces and not someone who wasn't very good at eating. I've been called a shit eater on many occasions by two colleagues of mine as I wasn't able to consume as much food as them. I was even told by one of them I needed to up my numbers. I need to stress I have a very normal appetite. I just worked with two very competitive and aggressive eaters. Love the pod. I'm looking forward to seeing you in John. Seeing you, John, in Halifax. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you in John, Matt. <laughs> okay, that's another that's what bonus. happens if I lose. If you yeah, get yeah, to yeah. 10 game wins first, you get to penetrate me. And if I win, you have to pick up shit. Man, imagine. Imagine if there was... You know what? In one of those magical films, like an Adam Sandler film or, or Jim Carrey film, like Liar Liar, that would mm. cast some sort of spell where we would have to follow through with that. Yeah, I mean... I, I, do you know how confident I am of getting to 10 before you? I would almost make you that pledge. I mean, it's 5-1 now, and you seem not to have grasped the basics of FPL once again. Um, I'm not going to, just in case, because, you know, I'm I'm a sensible man. I'm cautious. Lovely to hear the return of your trade union boss voice there as well. <laughs> or were you channeling um, Full Monty? Oh, no. It, it, it were just general down... Yeah, maybe it's Halifax Town then what uh, Lucy supports. I think, I think so, our probably. trade union boss is more, I've got 500 men here. Good men. <laughs> it's Pete Postlethwaite in um, Brastoff that I go for. Yeah. Good men. All they want is us work. And these bloody bosses and these bloody Tories, they don't understand our people. If you'd have done those voices for Vinny, I think it would have been a lot more of a groundswell of support for the man. But his, his surname's... Van der Veet. I know. Well, it it can be sort of from Descendants, can't it? Yeah, or it can a, just be a nickname. That's true. It's true. Um, my name's Vinnie Van der Veet, and I am the General Secretary of this trade union. So was my father, who was a proud man. Two things he loved in life. Working down pit and playing FPL. He hated his bloody family, but he loved FPL. What strange! If you if you do know any people who used to work in heavy industry who love FPL and hate their families, do get in touch. Hello at cpfpl.com. Maybe I was channeling one of our listeners specifically there. Oh, maybe you gone full Derek Acora. Is this a new feature? Ooh. Where Matt Ford comes possessed by the spirit of a uh, a deceased listener of the past. Oh God! I mean, this feels very ethically dubious, doesn't it? But yes, mm. I guess so. I guess if that's what the universe is giving to me. Who am I to ignore this gift? That's all we've got time for this episode. We will be back later on in the week with another. Yes, and remember we are launching and have launched, oh my word, a world of goodies awaits you at anotherslice.com. So if you don't know what it is, it's basically like, there's stuff like Patreon out there, um, but this is better. You get extra bonus episodes of the podcast. You get two extra episodes a month minimum, plus extra unheard content from regular episodes and loads of other extras. You get episodes early and bonus content like at some point me picking up my first dog shit. Go to anotherslice.com slash cpfpl for details. And I mean, this is the thing. In life, 
when you get into a podcast, and I find this, you just want more and more of it, and this is your opportunity to have even more phenomenal, thrilling FPL and dog shit content. And dog shit content. So uh, keep emailing us, hello at cpfpl.com, tweet us at ComediansFPL, and find us on Instagram, Facebook, and please summon within yourselves the time not spent watching football this week, leaving a five-star written review because it helps the show get up the podcast's charts. Bye. Bye. Bye.